Thanks for joining us for our conversation this week. I'm Amy Tokas, co-host with Sandy Lane. This podcast, we're talking about how we meet new people and all the stuff that goes along with it. Meeting new people can be fun. Sometimes we make a good connection. Sometimes we think maybe not. And then there's the times we get ghosted. In this podcast, Sandy and I share our networking stories, some good and some not so good. Always keeping it real. Thanks for listening to Your Real, Your Ideal. Enjoy the conversation. Well, hello, Sandy. Amy, hello. Happy podcast day. It is that, it is that day. I am happy. And it's podcast day. And it's happy to be podcast day. <laughs> A happy podcast. We, a, we, you know, for for anybody who's watching, we always tape too. I mean, primarily is the podcast, but I always tape so that we can have different um, videos if we want them. We have a very gray tone going on here, Amy. Oh, we do. Look at us. Gray background. <laughs> Other than I got a little yellow popping in the back, but we, I'm not feeling gray. I'm feeling. I. I will tell you why I'm wearing gray today. I am not feeling gray, but I'm getting ready to travel to somewhere warm. And so this was one of those shirts I am not taking with me because it's a cold turtleneck and it's kind of cool today and it's gray. And I was like, all right, I don't need to wash this and pack it. So I'll wear it today. So that's my reasoning. I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so today we are having a little fun today because one of the things you said to me is that's a lot of coffee. <laughs> is so, it a lot of coffee, Amy? And I am telling you, um, yes. What happened? So we're talking today about the people you meet, how you meet people, making friends, the whole thing. Like I it is a whole new experience for me because I've always had my children to introduce me. Right. Okay. And I lived in Omaha for 24 years and my children had introduced me or brought me into communities, whatever it was that I had all these very established friendships. And so, uh, making a new friend was kind of uh, not very often. The networking side, and I know, and again, I don't remember if we talked about this in the podcast, but you and I talked about this, maybe sidebar, almost everything came from referrals, which both of us could relate to. So we were introduction, introduction, but it was a soft introduction because it was a friend of a friend. It was a colleague. And so a referral introduction is quite a bit different than a cold open <laughs> because you know and many times we're told a lot you know it's a email introduction here's about this person maybe it's a sidebar conversation but you already go into it warm right right you've had a lot of cold openings i've had a lot of cold openings <laughs> and it's been interesting because also redefining what i'm doing and, mm -hmm. you know, with this move. So I'm also like, all right, what am I doing? How this all came about was, uh, I joined a networking group 
in December, I went to the first meeting in January. And at that meeting, we went around, did introductions and I kind of shared what I did. And one of the things I mentioned was time management strategies. So the program director asked me, okay, in March, can you be on the panel with a few other people? You know, she had, and we're talking time management for business owners. I was like, yeah, well, thank you. Like my very first meeting and boom, I'm on the panel. Okay. Very nice. So then that was March 14th, which was what? Two weeks ago. Yeah. It'll be two weeks tomorrow. Yep. And so our date on this, we're recording super early. So you're going to be like March 14th. Oh, you gave it away, Amy. (laughs) I know. I just realized. Okay. You heard her say she's traveling. So we get a bottle. (laughs) Yeah. Give me some, give us some grace. Um, So I did that panel on March 14th and I had at least 15 people reach out to me wanting to connect and meet for coffee or how many Amy at least 15 okay Okay. prior to getting on this call I have actually met with um, 10 people I counted them and I know I've got some scheduled for when I come back home because schedules just didn't align okay so that happened pretty much all last week I had those 10 coffee. coffee dates it's a lot of coffee. <laughs> well, it's better than alcohol. You would have been a you would have been a functioning oh. alcoholic. Well, I don't know if you'd have been functioning. <laughs> one of them, one of them was a happy hour. So okay. I do confess drinking. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> okay. So um anyway, it's been an adventure. It's been fun getting to know new people. It's been it's been fun connecting with people and identifying people you want to keep meeting with Mm -hmm. and also identifying the people, uh, that, uh, maybe not, you know, maybe, maybe not still trying to figure it out. So that's my networking story. (laughs) Can I ask you a question on the networking? So when you, how do you handle the ones that you identify as not really a good reason to meet again. Nothing bad, but maybe there's not any commonality. I have a hard time with that. I am the queen of trying to set the next time. And how do you tactfully, do you just say thanks? I mean, because I'm sure there's somebody of those 10, there were some that there wasn't a good reason to reconnect again. Is that true or not true? Uh, There were a couple that uh, I'm questioning if I'll reconnect with them. And one of them mentioned to me, one of them that I was like, "Mm, I don't know if this this will be a good connection. Like we're for a minute, I'm not going to go into all the reasons, but but it happens. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean you can't have 10, you can't continue 10 more relationships with coffee. So you got to pare it down. Exactly. And I am somebody who likes deeper relationships instead of just surface level. Mm-hmm. And so it takes a lot of, it takes a lot to maintain those deeper friendships and mm-hmm. develop those deeper friendships. Okay. So this was a person that I would probably not go very deep with. That's what I was thinking. Um, but 
she did mention reading a book that I found very interesting. And she mentioned bringing together some other people into a conversation. Okay. And so I might do that just to see, you know, if it works out or not. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, I will probably just say, you know what, um, I will have to get together another time, but, uh, I'll probably delay it is probably what I'll do. I won't just say, I will not just say, sorry, I don't think it's worth meeting with you anymore. <laughs> you know, it's not, I'm not going to do that, but there will probably be a little bit of create some distance. But I think a good thing to do, and this is a reminder for myself, and I try to be better at this. You don't have to set the next meeting unless you absolutely have like, oh, wow, we're going to do this together. We need to set the next meeting. You can leave it and say, thank you. And, you know, we'll be in touch because, you know, you might link up in LinkedIn or run into, but they're run into each other at an event, but there doesn't have to be a commitment to a second by just committing to the first. No. Oh gosh. No, I don't think there's only uh, three or four that I committed to a second. Okay. And, uh, and they're off in a distance. So, um, they're not right away. And some of them are actually attending events together. And so, yeah, I didn't commit to, I was careful not to, now I will tell you, I went into one of the, uh, the meetings with somebody who had hosted an event and the event was to join a networking group and she's like trying to start up this networking group and it's kind of pricey. And then you like, there's levels to it. Anyway, I was not interested. I wasn't interested in that. It would just seem like a little bit, um, it just wasn't a good fit for me. Um, so I met with this person and had coffee and I had very low expectations mm-hmm. of being with her because I really thought she was going to try to sell me a whole, you know, the, the alignment, her whole menu of services. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, we met on Friday afternoon and it was lovely. She was lovely. She didn't try to sell me anything. She made some key introductions for me and, um, I really appreciated that. Like, I just really appreciated it. And it taught me again, I know we've talked about this, about going in and not having expectations and being very careful about that. But I think that's a great point because I'll tell you, I was the queen of networking, you know, back when I was in Omaha. And and I say that because it was something I was really good at, but I didn't ever have expectations. I really didn't. I didn't, I saw every introduction as, you know, a a means to meet somebody and maybe it would be a friendship. Maybe I'd learn something new about their background and maybe it'd be a referral, referral one way or the other. And I'll tell you the relationships that didn't last were those that kept count. Well, I sent you this many people. How many are you going to send me? I would never think that way. I never think that way when I referred to someone. So somebody who had an expectation of what they were going to get in return, being sold something, because to me, that's an expectation too. And um, 
if it came up naturally in a conversation, but also followed up with, you know, the don't, don't feel any commitment, but it was really those that it, the expectation was to meet each other, learn about each other. And if there were ways to collaborate, even if it was in sharing a story and experience something that worked that didn't work, that's all I ever looked for. And I guess it made it more enjoyable for me and it made the relationships very authentic and they knew they could call on me and I could call on them, even if it was a question about something that was in my specialty or about someone they were referred to and had I worked with them before, but there was no expectations from each other. And so Sandy, I think you just spurred a light bulb moment for me Oh, because I know it's like, ding, ding, ding. I think this, that's one of the reasons I've enjoyed this networking so much is because I am new to Kansas city. Mm-hmm. I cannot connect anybody with anybody. <laughs> right. I mean, and they all know that. So they're, I think going into it, they have very little expectations of me. To get back, right? They're not going into it to get something back. And so maybe that's one of the reasons I'm enjoying the networking so much because um, there hasn't been like this, it hasn't been transactional at all. Right. And you know, that's interesting for me being new here in Durango is I have figured out at first giving people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they, you know, don't want something from me, but my bullshit meter was up a little bit, but I had a couple instances where people befriended me. And then when they figured out they weren't going to get a lot from me, meaning I wasn't going to be the new business in town that was going to advertise with them. The, their enthusiasm for me was waned a bit. And I'm like, oh, I'm just, you know, they don't see a dollar sign over my head because I'm not doing what I did back in Omaha. I'm not putting up a shingle and a business here. I'm really more internet and, you know, nationally based. And, uh, you know, that's tough at first because you kind of, you do have to realize that you are a bit of a commodity and the nature of the introduction was to get something out of it. Um, but then it's also a relief because those aren't the kinds of relationships I want to spend time on, right? right. A transactional type relationship. Right. And it does make yeah. you you're back in the day when we were able to give back. I'm sure some of those relationships were a little bit more transactional than we thought because there were there were referrals that went back and forth, but the ones that I I think I invested most in were the ones where we knew we could at least tap into the other for advice at a minimum, and we would get you know we would get some fair comments back. We'd get a response right, and where it went from there was where it went from there. Yes, it's um it's an interesting experience. And I will tell you, I've determined that one day I did uh, three coffees. <laughs> In one day. And did you one were you well caffeinated by the end? I was well caffeinated by the end. By the by like 3 p.m., my eyes were crossing. And I was like, all right, so now I know my limit on coffee. <laughs> 
Um, but meeting people outside from networking, because networking feels very professional. Mm-hmm. And then there's these, there are some people that I've met networking that um, I've actually yet to meet them a second time. I've met them at an event and I reached out to them because personally, I, and I emailed both of them and I was like, you know, I just enjoyed listening to you and I don't know if I can be a professional connection for you, but I would really like to get to know you personally. And two women in particular just really like stuck out and both of them, I'm meeting them in May, but, um, that, that was a hard email to try to figure out how to word it because they are professional women. And I did meet them in a professional setting. And it was just a little like, I don't know if we're a connection professionally, but because one is like, well, you might like her. She's a financial recruiter. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's more kind of up your old alley. I would say. Yep. yep. <laughs> but she, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not going to be much help to you. <laughs> I don't know if you'll be much help to me, but, um, anyway, she's lovely. And, um, and then there's another one that she's, oh my gosh, she is also a CPA. I'm just sitting here realizing I must be drawn to people who like numbers. <laughs> anyway, um, she does something different, but she owns a farm outside the city And she's like, that's, and she started sharing that when we had the conversation, I was like, she just lit up. And I was like, I love when I get to hear people share what they're really passionate about, right? You know, you could tell that this was her job, but this was her passion. And this is what they were. It was fascinating. That's awesome. And you know, the personal side, outside of networking, making the personal relationships, the thing that I found most interesting, and I can't wait to hear if you've had the similar um, feeling now that the kids are out of the picture and we're meeting people on our own, I find that I'm looking at relationships as more of a package deal of couples that we can do things with, or I, I, I'm taking my husband into um into the loop quite a bit too. Doesn't mean I'm not also looking for individual friendships, but I'm as much looking for couples to do things with as I am individual friendships. And um, that's a whole different way to explore new people that you meet because even it was more of an afterthought before, like, oh, maybe we should get the husbands together or it naturally happened because you'd be at events, but it's a different type of matchmaking for friends, I would say. Do you have a similar so, experience with that? Well, we're just starting that. Okay. So um, there's one lady I met with last week and uh, she was talking about her husband. And I was like, oh, and I was like a bit of, I wonder if we should all get together. So right. we were talking about all getting together because they have, our husbands have similar interests. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe they'll be, you know, they'll like, they'll want to hang out, but we haven't actually done it yet. So, um, that's going to be an interesting, I, how did you navigate? Like, how did you identify couples? 
because that's well, I'm hard. talking. Well, I think it's easier here, Amy, and here's why. Because people like to do things outdoors. So it's like, oh, your husband skis, right? Oh, so so you, you think about small talk. Oh, what did you what did you do this last weekend? Oh, we went hiking. We did that big hike. Oh, we've been to that one before. We're going to Mesa. So all this outdoor activity, you can quickly find out who bikes, who road bikes, who mountain bikes, who hikes, who cross-country skis. And that's kind of a big factor. Do they have dogs, right? You're going to do something with the dogs. And so usually that will bring up, oh my gosh, my husband loves to ski. Oh yeah. Mine's an expert skier. Well, I like to be laid back. It's usually those conversations that are a natural link to, Hey, if you guys want to go on a hike, take the dogs up on a hike, we should do that someday. Um, not initially the first conversation because you just never know. But, you know, it is interesting. I have done a couple where we've gone said, hey, maybe we went out for coffee or a drink. And then I'd say, you know, we should get our husbands together um, because something came up, some commonality, right? Or maybe next time we should bring our husbands together and try out this new restaurant. So things like that, trying out a restaurant, usually the second, if we're going to get back together or say a happy hour. Um, and, and, and after I hear that, obviously they do a lot of things with their husband, right? And we talk about things that we do as couples. Whereas if you think of the conversations way back when it's how old are your kids? Where do they go to school? What do they do for sports? It's all about what your kids do. That's a whole new world for me too. Nobody gives a shit about my kids. You know, I, I don't mean that bad, um, but they don't like almost never <laughs> maybe they'll say, do you have kids? They ask about dogs. We look at each other's dog pictures, but nobody uh, asks me about my kids. I, I mean, it just doesn't come up. That's hilarious. So you're, you're bringing to mind, I met someone this weekend because I volunteered for um, the tournament here in Kansas city. And I went down there and we were waiting. We had like about 15 minutes to see and wait. And another lady showed up about the same time, about the same age as me. And we're standing there and we started talking and, um, it, it was so bizarre, Sandy. We've had like parallel lives. No way. We have, we have just been missing each other by this much. Okay. We went to high school together. I went to high school for only one year up here and she was at the same high school. You're younger. Okay. Then we both went off to college. We both came back to Kansas city after college and we lived like just streets away from each other. Wow. Up north in North Kansas city. All right. Then we both moved away. We went to Omaha. She went to Chicago. She just came back about a year ago. And then we came back. I'm just like, we were sitting there talking. I was like, this is kind of bizarre. It's called serendipity. I know. So we were laughing. And then, you know, of course we're, we now have each other's cell phone number and we're planning something, but, um, children never came up. Like we didn't talk about children. We talked about our mothers <laughs> just, just because I'm going to visit my mom. Right. And so I think that's why it came up. And then she was talking about her mom and, um, but we never talked about our children. And isn't that funny? Like who would have thought the day that was part of my identity. You know, it's just like, they're this, this, and this, they go to boop, boop, right. boop, you know, and 
and I shouldn't say people don't give a shit, but what they're asking about is when we're trying to get to know each other, we're now identifying as ourselves and not so much as our children or our careers. You know, I find myself saying, here's what I did in my past life. Here's what I do now. And then Garrett usually interjects and says, and she plays around a lot too, <laughs> or she works part-time for her mother because I'm always having a with her. That's the other line. And so we, we actually probably talk about parents and then going back to childhood, you know, it's interesting. When you think about it, we're sharing what we spend our time on now. Right. And we don't, and back 10, 15 years ago, we were only spending our time on our children. And I shouldn't say only, but most of our free point. time. Yeah, was the focal point was the children and what their active, what was going on with them that you had to go and do. <laughs> no, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but there's a lot of people here who never had kids. And I think that's one of the reasons they can relocate. A lot of people don't want to relocate because they want to stay where their kids are. But anyway, I just, it's a higher percentage of people we run into that don't have kids. And I think back, it's like, oh my gosh, how annoying was the, the conversations when they were in their thirties and everybody talked about their kids, you know, <laughs> split it the other way, because I would tell you, that's the first thing somebody would ask you, do you have kids? Do you have kids? Do you have kids? Or they'd have to listen if you were in a group. But then like now people don't ask and um, I've lived in a place where most people's kids don't live here. I, you know what, you make a really good point of what are the things that you're asking that are conversation starters? And I don't ask people about their kids right now because that's not the top of my mind. Um, one of the ladies I met with, she asked me, if I liked water sports, that was one of her questions. <laughs> and I was like, all right, so define water sports. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where she's going with this. So anyway, That's an interesting that one. Like here they'd say skiing would be, do you hike? Do you bike? Do you ski? Would probably be the three top ones. I usually say, are you from here? How long have you lived in Durango? That's probably my conversation starter. Because then, you know, I love to hear where people are from. I mean, we could talk forever about where they're from. They lived in different places. How did they pick Durango? That you lived here forever. How are things changed? I mean, you, you can, the whole coffee's gone with the conversation starter of whether they're from here or not. You know what? That's the question I ask everybody. I was like, I'm always, how long have you lived in Kansas City? Yeah, it's just a whole, you get the whole rundown of life story or everyone has a story and then they can define their story you know all the pieces whether it's parents school career kids then usually they're defining and it's really they're giving their story so they're sharing the part of it that matters the most to them without asking oh do you have kids you know going boom 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 down the line so I know we're we're running out of time but quick question have you run into the circumstance when you either thought you had a new friend or networking and you didn't hear back from them when you thought there was going to be next steps or you developed a relationship. Have you been dumped yet? I have not, but we only went for coffees last week. <laughs> Cause it probably will happen because just like we're talking about and it, it's hard not to take it personally because we're so used to back to the relationship with our kids, our career. That's usually the ones you would keep seeing those people. So no matter what, some, unless there was some severing of ties, 
But when somebody goes, let's just say they ghost you, right? Let's you, rather than say getting dumped, you don't hear much back and, or maybe you've offered a couple of times and, oh, that doesn't work. That doesn't work, but they don't reciprocate. That's probably, I've had it happen twice with a, one was with a couple that we did quite a bit with. And then all of a sudden they ghosted us and Garrett's always good about that because the few times I brought it up, he says, you know, we have all of us, everybody can be picky and we just can't take it personally because maybe they have enough friends or maybe we can be much more selective. And the best thing rule of thumb is not to take it personally, but it's really weird. I'm not used to being ghosted. And I will tell you, I, we had friends, um, a couple that we were friends with that we used to go out with a bit. And then all of a sudden we stopped and later I learned that they were going through a lot of relationship stuff and they didn't, they, they were not comfortable being with other couples together because they were having trouble being together themselves, which was when I became aware of that, I was like, Oh, so it wasn't us. And I felt kind of bad. I was like, I, I was taking it a little personally. And then I felt bad that they were going through that without any support. Also, that was the other piece of not knowing why they were disconnecting. So would you have ever guessed and were you trying to figure out why? Yeah. Like I distinctly remember, I'm like, well, I feel like they're not, they're not hanging out with us anymore. Cause it was kind of a group of us and they just kind of stopped hanging out with us. And so yeah, I just figured they were hanging out with other people they liked better. That's, That's what I thought. And I was just like, every so. once in a while come up because this is a bit of a small town. I'm like, oh, we ran into these people. I saw your friends with them. I'm thinking, well, I guess not anymore. But, and then I try to think, did I say something? Did we do something? And then I'll tell myself, well, you know, if their skin is that thin, you know, what, what could I, you know, I don't think I say anything, but then it's Garrett's comment saying, you'll never know. You have absolutely no idea what's going on in their life. Don't even try to project. And who knows, maybe sometime it will pick up again, but it's, it is hard not to take things personally. And it's really hard not to try to solve the mystery in your mind and highly likely, whatever it is, you probably never know. It, because we want to be liked. Like, it's like a basic, like, we want to be able to pick who we want to hang out with. But we want want to tell, come on, I got a waiting list here. What the heck? Don't you know, Amy has 15 <laughs> copies. You are lucky. Just kidding. Just kidding. Next month, I will be dumped a few times, I'm sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll use ghosted. It's the new cool word. They just didn't respond. I'll get ghosted. All right. So let's talk about the real and the ideal in this. The real, I would say there's always opportunity to make new friends Mm -hmm. and to seek them out. And, you know, we talk about this a lot in our podcast because I was just listening to us talking when I was doing the editing. We talk a lot about getting out of our comfort zone and trying different things, meeting new people. There were, we've had several conversations about that. And this is one of those times when I'm going to say that again, get outside of your comfort zone. And even if you've been living in the same place for many years, try something different, meet someone new, because 
there's lots of really interesting people out there, lots of really smart people out there. And it's kind of fun to hear their stories. Right. It's fun to go new. And the real is there's other people looking for new connections too. Oh, totally. Makes oh yeah. My friend from Saturday that I went to high school with, like, she is so excited. I was like, wow. It's, and she's been here for a bit. So she was like, I'm like, hey. oh my gosh, I'm excited to have a new friend too. Hey. <laughs> it was fun. Would the ideal be that you're open-minded to the other relationship and you know that it's a two-way street that you both need to learn about each other and see what happens, right? The ideal is just because you make an initial connection doesn't mean it's forever, but in the same, don't, don't have expectations of what exactly you want back, but to yeah. open up the conversation, open-minded and open-hearted and see where you go. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. And I would add to the real, and you kind of alluded to this a little as we're not all good connections. And so there we, we can let things go. And we can only have so connection. many connections. We can only manage so many relationships too. There is a real exactly. that, even yeah. though I don't always think that way, I get it more now. <laughs> there is a real to it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Sandy. Talk Alrighty, to you later. Amy, until next week. Bye.